All right, welcome back to HIT, High Intensity Tactics for Growth. I have a special guest today, Brian Parsley. Brian is the man. Brian and I have been working together since 2007, Brian? That's right. 2007. And, yep. you know, one thing about Brian, for those that don't know, Brian is a world-renowned speaker. He also is the guy that is going to go out there and, and get the best out of sales folks, uh, customer service, um, you know, just teaching people how to find the better version of themselves. And, uh, and Brian, that's one of the things that uh, I want to talk about today is, uh, you know, in business, um, on the podcast, we talk a lot about, you know, entrepreneurs and, and business owners and, and even people that just want to get better at their craft of what they do from a day-to-day basis. And, uh, and one of the big things that we talk a lot about is, is mindset. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say mindset. And, and there's, a, there's a direct correlation between mindset and success, but a lot of people confuse mindset with positive attitude. And <laughs> And they're really mutually exclusive because a positive attitude is great, but a positive attitude does not drive action. Mindset is, is almost that internal dialogue. The things that you say to yourself every day, day after day, mantras, and even conversations like, well, that was stupid. Why do you always do that? And then your mind finds an answer to that question, right? And, and, and some people don't like to admit they talk to themselves, you yeah. know, but they do. <laughs> we all do. And it's okay but if you ever catch yourself saying, huh, to your own question, then that's the problem. <laughs> you believe, I believe that, that that is a big thing. Uh, you know, we talked about entrepreneurs talk themselves out of a lot of stuff, you know, because they have so much idle time on their hands. And, you know, therefore, once they start overthinking the process or overthinking things, then, you know, they, they start second guessing the next thing that they should do. Well, I call that Google syndrome. We, we get a pain in our stomach and then we're three clicks away from pancreatic cancer. <laughs> you know, like yeah. we, we over obsess and overthink. And you know what that's really from? It's our ego. Our ego needs certainty. Even if the certainty isn't what we really want to hear, we, we feel like we have to be in control. And because of that, you're right. We talk ourselves out of our potential, not because we can't do it, but because Sometimes our mindset says we don't believe we deserve it. Yeah, and 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 that's important because we talked about you know certainty and certainty for people is like the end all be all. People will go to work if they're certain they're going to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, I'm going to start that business. I'm a, I'm certain I'm going to make a million dollars. And I think that so many people have that. They live in this world that you know. Eh, we, I know if I go to work, I make $14 an hour or I make $40 an hour or whatever. So when you're an entrepreneur, it's all about, well, how much am I going to make when I start my business? <laughs> well, I, I think there's even – that, that's very true. And, and I think there's another challenge that we have, and that is it's a different set of worries. When you go work at a job, you're afraid of, well, what if I get laid off? What if I get written up? What if they fire me? But as an entrepreneur, it's a different level of stress. It's, yes, I have the freedom, but in a lot of ways – if you're really driving your business, you almost put limitations on yourself from, I'm afraid, what if I don't do this? It's mm-hmm. all going to collapse. And and part of that's healthy because you don't want to get too comfortable. No, no. Complacency sets in, right? And, right. Then, and then when you get too comfortable, that's complacency. I agree with you 100%. What, what do you believe it to be, you know, with, with, the, with the kind of the whole thing when it comes to uh, creating a healthy mindset around being an entrepreneur? Well... I, I don't know if I have necessarily the, all the answers, and uh, but but I will say, 
your your beliefs drive your actions, mm-hmm. right? So if you go in, and, and there's also this other thing you got to remember. I tell my 14-year-old, listen, your skill your skill set's a four, but your confidence is a nine. And you never want to overestimate where you are. And I think one of the biggest mistakes, and, and I'm not trying to get off the mindset question because I think that's key, but I think yeah. one of the biggest mistakes an entrepreneur makes is they're afraid to ask questions. They're afraid to show vulnerability that they don't know, so they don't ask because they don't want to be viewed or judged as weak or, or dumb, but it actually sets them up for failure instead of p- putting yourself out there and say, look, this scares me. Yeah. I'm afraid of this. What can I do so that we can find the recipes? And what I like to really talk about when we get through this is masterminding oh. because masterminding is really, you know, someone like you, here, here's, here's a guy that, you know, you started with the business, let's call it four or five million dollars you build it to a multi-hundred million dollar business but yet you still mastermind with other successful people because you want to get a best practice it's it's actually insurance to prevent failure and and if you let your ego get in the way of that that's even pre-mindset oh 100 i go to ypo all the time because i'm a young president organization because i want to I hang around people that are more successful than I am. I also want to hang around with people that are less successful, but I but are growing, right? Because if you're growing, you stay sharp, you stay on your thing. And I and I agree with you. I think too too many people uh, don't go and surround themselves or ask questions to other entrepreneurs. Um, today, I, I I still think you got to stay a student of life. And 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 I think also we, in fact, not think I know we we find that people pigeonhole and and, and talk about success around the money part of it. Yeah. Money's actually just the measuring stick of your your ability to build relationships, create rapport, be a student, mm-hmm. and work hard. I mean, m- money, When and, and I know it's difficult. Here's the hard thing. We yeah. say, don't worry about the money. The money just happens. Well, that's, you know, you can also argue that don't think about food even though you haven't eaten <laughs> for a week. You know, it becomes very difficult when you don't have it. Yeah. But But when you really understand why money comes, and, and, and it's, not, it's not this attitude that I have that I really don't care anymore. Yeah. I care more than ever, but I don't obsess whether or not this client – I just want to do my very best. And, and if they don't like it or appreciate it, there's 15 more right behind it. And that's the mindset you have to have. Be your best. But hold on. People – but the biggest issue is – Scarcity, right? Like people go, oh, that's the only client I have. You know, I'm not. You know, I got to win this person over. I'm like, you're. You just said exactly the most important thing, which is next. You know what? I'm going to do my best. I'm going to give them my best. But if they don't want to do something with me, I'm going to find somebody else that's out there. And I believe scarcity is a big, you know, holdback of people wanting to get success, wanting more money. Oh, you know what? I can never get that type of money, you know, as much as Brian has or as much as Chris has or as much as, you know, the top person in their organization because it's only them. They were, you know, they, they did it before me or I'm too old or I got too many, you know, responsibilities right now. And then it becomes scarcity. But scarcity mentality is is the one part. And the, but why do you have scarcity mentality? So I think a lot of people uh, com- they confuse something they can afford payment wise, and they say I can afford that. That's five hundred dollars. Not looking at no no no. It's twenty thousand in debt. And the more pressure you put on yourself to have to cover your nut or your expenses every month, the more you're going to have scarcity mentality because you have to have it. Yep. The more you're willing just to walk away, and that's okay, and not have that fear of saying. I can't make my bills, 
then then you're going to build your confidence and you're going to make yourself get uncomfortable because you know it's going to grow. And and again, that's almost a whole different podcast of financial mindset oh, God, yes. versus being able, we're talking about today, the, the, the mindset to succeed in business. And what does that really mean to you? So the question I have, so what really drives successful people? What really drives that behavior, that mentality, that mindset? I mean, you meet a lot of CEOs, you meet a lot of business leaders, you meet a lot of people that are out there. What is it that's driving them? Well, let me, I'm going to tell you, and I'm also going to tell you this. I don't care how big or small or entrepreneur or CEO of a publicly traded company, they all have these two big fears. What if I'm not good enough? Mm-hmm. What if I fail? That never goes away because we're humans. And the difference is these top performers, these individuals that really drive success are not afraid to tell other peers where they're afraid of, right? So what really drives people, in my opinion, one of two things, a deep desire of being best. And, and, and I don't know if you can train that or not. You either do it or you don't do it or you have it. Like I want to be best. And that's what drives me or pain. Yeah. Pain is a huge motivator. Yeah. And, and you know, the best exercise program for a man is you're going to have a heart attack if you, you know, don't exercise. That's a lot of pain because the reality of death is approaching. Now, that's an extreme case. But even in business, it's amazing if you're a straight commission sales professional, when you know you're not going to get paid next month, you're going to hustle really hard. But if you look at you know, the cyclical nature of any type of sales professional, a lot of times they scale up, they work hard, they hustle, and they're not realizing that them being lazy for one or two months is going to impact them five, six, eight months down the road. 100%. And that's the, that is, I see that a lot with, uh, with people because it's all of a sudden they, they finally get the wham, the walking around money, right? They start earning some extra ducats and they feel really good. They, they ran really hard to get them where they are at today because when you're broke all the time or you're going paycheck to paycheck, Mm And you're able to start like living a little bit like you have a little extra, maybe $1,000 in your bank account, maybe 2000 yeah. Your mindset completely changes. Yeah. And then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna, I don't feel like I'm going to blow that sales meeting off or I'm going to blow that you know thing off because, you know what? I'm just – I, I don't, I don't want to deal with it right now. And that is the mindset I see. And then it's what they do then will impact them in the next 30 days, the next 60-day sales cycle. Well, I think avoidance is, 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 a, is a major issue. But, but here's what keeps me going. Uh, Two things. People say money changes you. That's a lie. I tell you who says that. Poor people. (laughs) Money makes you more of what you are. And if you're a jerk, you're right. You'll be a bigger jerk. But if you're kind and you're generous and you want to serve and help other people, and I go by that mantra, to serve is to rule. If you come in with that mindset, what can I do to give value first, even if they don't deserve it? That's where success happens. But you also have to be willing to adapt. You know, we start out, we're in the groove. And that's the honeymoon phase, relationships, business, new business. And then when you start getting comfortable, that groove deepens and it becomes a rut. And many of you might be in a rut right now, whether it's your personal life or professional life. But if you don't get out of that rut, guess what happens? Grave. So the only thing that separates from groove to grave is time. And you have to constantly put yourself out there. So my biggest secret for myself is I know that yesterday... Is gone. Yeah. You know, like um, we worry so much about the what might happen, the, the what if. Yeah. And then we spend so much time obsessing on the what was, but we absolutely forget about right now. Today will be yesterday, tomorrow. 
Yeah. And and that's the way we need to start thinking is what am I doing today? I don't care that I screwed up yesterday. What I care about is what did I learn and what can I do going forward? Yeah, it is it is crazy that people will get paralyzed by the, the past. What they did, what they did wrong, they'll over you know, overthink it, you know, they'll they'll try to go back and try to fix it. And I, I see salespeople all the time. I'm like, look, you've got to get up every day. Like we talk about um, you know, communication in today's world, right? Communication is, you know, fifty five percent of its body language and everybody thinks that, you know, I'm crazy that I might have had a bad day or I might have had a a, a a bad night of a business or it didn't go the the way I want it. But I wake up and you know I'll get to the mirror in the morning. Pretty much everybody's sleeping in the house, you know. And Jessica thinks I'm crazy. I, think I know what's coming. I think the kids have all slept through it now. <laughs> yeah. But I'll I'll get up and I'll get in front of the mirror. I go whoa, you know. Yeah. I scream really loud. I'm you know I get excited. I'm like today is going to be my day. And I've been doing that for 19 years. And people will ask you know well why do you do that? And I'm like. Because I have to get in this state. I have to create the mindset that I'm going to go in and not worry about what happened yesterday. Am I pissed that something happened in a meeting or, you know, or we lost, you know, uh, you know, our orders didn't go through or I lost a big sale or, you know, one of my leaders, you know, uh, isn't doing well? Yes, all that affects me. But that's yesterday. That's gone. I, I, I can't look because I got to look at what's going to happen today because yeah. today is going to be tomorrow. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And I want to win. Rituals. Yeah. Rituals are the key. And you know, we're genetically predisposed to avoid pain. And that's why we procrastinate. No, nobody wants to do the things they don't want to do. So what do you do? You have to start what we call, and you're very familiar with this, future pacing. And what that means is I have to envision and see myself and feel the pain of if I don't do it. Yeah. If You know what? Right now, I'm pretty tired. Been on the road probably like you. And, um, and, and I'm sitting there in my mind, I go, you know, I deserve a few days of no work. I really do. I deserve. But guess what? I'm not doing it. Because yeah. for me, I have a bigger cause. And, and, and the bottom line is everything in your life is caused by you. People behave themselves into bad relationships. They behave themselves into poverty. And it, you get used to it. If you don't have what you want or you didn't get what you thought you would accomplish for whatever it is, all you got to do is start your answer with, I did not. You know, and that's also great. If you have a kid, this is what I'm teaching my daughter to do. Don't, don't tell me why you didn't say, I did not. In fact, I'll tell you right now. She got her phone taken away at school today because she, yep, she didn't have it. She, she goes, that teacher's lying. I didn't. I said, why in the world would a teacher lie about you having your phone out three times, right? I want you to say, I did not because. And then she's like, all right, I did not listen to her the first time and and, and I got caught the second time, and that's why they took it. Take responsibility for your life. Stop blaming. You're not, I'm going to I'm gonna go on a lot here. There is no such thing as a victim. Now, bad things happen to people, but you choose to stay a victim. It's really about saying to myself, what can I learn and move on? And I think a lot of people need to l- understand, learn a lesson, take responsibility for your actions. Like, you know, I had, a, I had a leader come up to me and tell me that, you know, um, you know, I, I made all this money last month, but, you know, I, I spent it all and I'm, I'm broke this month. And I'm like, well, 
you didn't have to spend that money. Take responsibility. Well, my team's not working. You know, this month they're not working as hard as they did last month. And, and you know, why is that? What can I do different? I said, well, what did you do last month? Exactly. What did you do last month? What are, the, what are the routines that you're doing each and every day? Like when I wake up, I get excited about That's the mindset, right? What's the routine? The routine of success is like brushing your teeth. It's like changing your underwear. It's like changing your clothes each and every day. And I think a lot of people don't have those routines. They don't take responsibility for the things that they need to. And I think as an entrepreneur and as a business owner and somebody that wants to be a leader, yeah. it starts with no excuses, just taking the responsibilities for your actions each and every day. But you're a liar. We lie to ourselves every single day. And and, and we do that to justify and rationalize. Yep. Why the other day somebody said to me, I was like, you know, I really need to get fit again. I, I know I'm not fit. I, I can see when I'm looking in the when I had a kid ask me how, when my baby was due, I know I know there's a problem. But but here's the thing: people say to like, well, it's really hard, Brian, when you're on the road. It, it, it's got to be really. You know what? That's a lie. It's actually easier to eat healthy on the road because I don't have Oreos in the closet. I can just say I want grilled chicken with salad. Yeah. But I choose not to because well. I like my dad bod right now. And, <laughs> and, but I mean, like that just replaced exercise with, with discipline at work or, and it's funny because I'm not balanced. I'll say it right now. Well, I don't uh, hold on. First of all, I don't believe in balance at all. I, I think that, that you, you could sit there and say you're not balanced and I I'll tell, I'll tell everybody, I think balance is like somewhere between the fountain of youth and the Easter bunny, right? Like it yeah. does not exist. And the problem is, is that I believe that people are searching for something that they're going to search for in, in this thing called perfection. And it's like, no, progress, man. Progress is way better than perfection. Quit searching for this, this thing that doesn't exist. I believe you have to be the best you can be at the moment that you're in. If it's the best business owner, you'd be the best business owner. If it's being the best dad, like, hey, taking your, your child's phone away, that that's not easy, but that's being a better best dad because, sure. hey, you could have said, you know what? Be a screw off in school. Don't listen to your teachers. You know, no, you're going to... I'm going to take the phone away. This is what's going to happen. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have the punishment for it, you know, and then be the best you could possibly be as a friend, as a, as a significant other. If you want to have a great marriage, if you want to have a great, you know, uh, life with somebody, then you need to, you need to dedicate that. I'm, I'm not, I'm never going to be, you know, when it's a quantity thing from, for Jessica and I, I'm not home enough. So she, you know, it's gotta be when I'm home, it's gotta be quality because I can ensure it's not balanced. Yeah. I mean, Imperfect actions are better than no action. And and when you say people will only begin when things are perfect or they stress, oh, okay, or, yep. that's it. I started, a, I started a podcast 12 years ago, but my first one didn't come out until six months ago. <laughs> I, I was waiting until I had all the right material. People wait until well, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. I don't have the support that I think I need. And they keep procrastinating. And then I'm too old. And then, and then the economy is not good enough what point's going to be good enough that moves into this whole notion of mindset and there's really only two kinds of mindset you have you either have a fixed mindset or you have a growth mindset and that fixed mindset's not stubbornness it's what's comfortable it's what you've always known you've been taught to believe that if you want to talk money poverty is just the way it is you work hard you work 30 years you retire and you you know maybe you maybe you just work a regular job and the weekends yep. are for family and I'll, I'll share this and and i know this about you but it's funny because people will say well you travel so much it's got to be bad for your 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 daughter and your kids yeah. well you know what 
I spend, and I know you spend, more quality time with your yep. children when you're there than people that work 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, who's also going bowling and drinking and, and out with their buddies. 100%. And I, and I say that's quality versus quantity, right? Too many people think, you know, that there's this, this guilt. I deal with that a lot, especially with a lot of female business owners. Uh, there's this mom guilt that they, you know, feel like they, you know, they're not there enough or they're, you know, they got to go to work when the kids are at home or, you know, they've got to go do something um, and, and it takes away from the from the, the, the child. And I'm always like, wait, pump the brakes. I'm like, were you at home this 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 uh, week with your child, and you you were kind of on your on your phone or watching Netflix or uh, you know doing some things, maybe laundry, not paying attention? Well, yeah, Chris, I got things I got to do at the house. Well, is TV one of them? Well, I watch TV because you know I'm I'm working a nine to five. I'm stressed out. I just need some time for myself. Well, now all of a sudden you sit back and you say I need time for myself, and you now got mommy guilt when you got to go out there and support your child, your family. Look, you have more guilt when you roll up into you know H and M or you know Forever Twenty One or Nike Town, and all of a sudden you're short. You can't yeah. pay the bill. I guarantee you're going to have a hell of a lot more guilt then than having to go work. And and a lot of people will say the same thing. How do you deal with it? And I'm always like, look, I spend the quality time when I'm home. I turn my cell phone off. I won't answer my phone. When I'm at the house with the kids or I'm taking them to dinner or vacations or different things like that, I will plan my time properly because I know I'm an entrepreneur. I know I'm a business owner. I got to make sure I'm working. But I know when I'm with them and they're not up, I'm, 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 I'm working my business because I know they sleep in late. So I'm pretty much at 5 a.m. to like right, 9 right. a.m. Yeah. You know, I'd like to share a story that, uh, that I've never really shared before. Yeah. Okay can't cheat by i'm going to share a text message i just was seeing you yeah, pull out the text message okay, this good. is for my daughter but i want you to understand something real quick um when i was 18 or 17 i created a dream board and because we didn't have money growing up and i have it now i found it in a box it's framed it's in my uh it's in my office and and i looked at it and a and I, and I just am amazed that the things were death before poverty. You know, I cut out all these things from magazines and put in there, um, death before poverty, make money, work hard, enthusiasm, all these things, right? Because at the time when I didn't have that, that's all I craved and wanted. If I were to do that same dream board today, it would be things like family and significance and making a difference and serving others. And it's interesting how our mindset changes and money comes easier with this mindset for me anyway, than the other. And I was speaking to a single mom and we were talking about getting started with the business and we were talking about money and how much money do you really want to earn from this? And she said, Brian, stop. I'm not trying to be a millionaire. I don't don't even want to make a million dollars as a single mom. I want a million moments with my little boy. That's it. And I just need to figure out what that is. And then my daughter, my daughter, Alexis, just turned 14 this week. And after her birthday dinner, I left the next day to go on the road. And and I just sent her a little text, and I I pulled it up. That's why I saw you see me pull out my phone. And and I just said, Alexis, I want to take a moment and tell you how proud I am to say you're my daughter. And I'm so excited to watch you take life by a storm and, and how powerful and crazy smart you are. And I, and I love you with all my heart. And a lot of times we don't take the time to make those deposits into your own bank accounts. Mm-hmm. And to my shock, because I was expecting a 14-year-old response was like, thanks, <laughs> which is typically what <laughs> yep, I get. Yeah. She said back to me, 
Dad, I want to say thank you so much because I feel like you don't get enough recognition for being an amazing dad. So this is your reminder today to say thank you for making me who I am today. You are my hero. Don't forget that. Enjoy every moment like I do when I'm with you. And I look forward to what the future holds and the memories that will last forever. You have such an amazing impact on me. And thank you for giving me the world and nothing less. I love you. Oh, I know. Good. Yeah. But that's from a 14 year old. Yeah. Never underestimate your power of influence that you're having, not only on your children, if you have that, but your friends and family and the stranger at the grocery store. I promise you, this is success. And that success drives your mindset, which, which really creates the financial success part on the entrepreneur side. Right, we got a couple minutes left, and I want to kind of, you know, kind of do this because I, I think, you know, you're you hit it exactly right. It is that is success. Seeing that from you know uh, Alex, and, and just seeing that and what you're being able to do. Last couple thoughts around entrepreneurs sitting there each and every day, creating that 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 mindset to go out there and win. Is there any piece of last piece of advice you could give them, or ritual that you think is, you know, you know, my whoop. I get up and get excited. But is there anything that kind of helps create that mindset? Well, what I do is every night when I go to sleep and I I close my eyes, I daydream and visualize what I want. So if it's something physical, like a specific car, um, I, I, I recently bought a car six months ago. But for six months before that, I visualized myself driving that car, seeing that car. I went to the dealership, sat in that car. I got the brochure. I took it home and looked at it. And I know that's not – and I'm not talking about you manifest it. There's no such thing as that crap. You work for it. But by me seeing myself – and I know that's a physical thing. But I do the same thing with – you know, family or or where I want to be with a relationship, manifesting our relationship. And and those are things and number two, besides just visualizing and seeing it, you have to stay focused. Yeah. Uh, I I I tell you, I call clients until I get a restraining order. I'm not afraid of hearing no, but I always want to give value. If I give value first, I know they'll always stick around. Well, hey, listen, I appreciate you coming in and doing HIT with us today because we all want to see entrepreneurs succeed, business owners succeed, getting ahead, and it is creating that world-class mindset. It's about going out there and having that 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 vision of what it is that you want, and I'm excited that you still have your vision board because I think that that's so important because that lays a foundation yes. uh, for what we want to go after as business owners, as uh, as entrepreneurs, and, uh, and much, much more. And just as good people yeah, uh, because you're not here that long. No. And, and and you say there's no second chance. So and it, it's this is no dress rehearsal. That's it. That's what you say. It saying. is no dress rehearsal. Well, hey, thanks so Thank much you. for tuning in. We appreciate it. Don't forget, live life by design, not by default.